you know what? This might kind of suck right now. I'm uncomfortable. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm whatever. But I do know in 5, 10, 15, 20 years when I have the life of my dreams, it's going to be because of what I'm doing today, because of the grit that I'm creating and practicing. She just, she just grinds. She has fun too. She's playful. We, we have a blast every night, but she grinds it out. And of course, she's going to be more successful than someone who thinks it's supposed to be easy. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, number 986. Do not make it more complicated than it needs to be. Today, for episode number 987, what can you accomplish without grit? Happy Monday. So, Shout out to our throwback to the old days, Alan, where you and I would take a word, we would do the definition, and we would do an entire episode on it. Grit. This is one of the longer definitions. Grit is a personality trait possessed by individu- individuals who demonstrate passion and perseverance toward a goal despite being confronted by significant obstacles and distractions. Those who possess grit are able to self-regulate and postpone their need for positive reinforcement while working diligently on a task. I have been, I told Alan this, I've been watching this YouTube series. It's called The Company Man. And it is this guy who breaks down businesses. And often their videos are the rise and fall or the rise or the rise and fall and rise of said business. And one really jumped out to me. And honestly, this is really the the way most of these businesses that are very successful go. So there was this guy, I think his name was, I don't remember his name. It was Troy something, Troy Smith, I think. Troy Smith went to war in the 40s, I think, came back and said, I'm going to start a company. And he started this company, I think it was called the the Cottage Cafe. And it crashed and burned almost immediately. And he said, okay, I'm going to take what money I have left and I'm going to start another company. And that company crashed and burned pretty quickly as well. He ended up finding another location and he bought this steak restaurant. And the steak restaurant had on one side, it was a steakhouse, but outside there was this little shop that sold root beer floats and burgers. And he was going to actually knock down that, but he ended up traveling and he found a place that had a burger shop, except you would park your car and they would bring it out to you on roller skates. And he said, that's a pretty cool idea. Maybe I'll do something like that. Has somebody builds that setup where his restaurant is and ends up getting rid of the steak portion, that goes on to be Sonic Restaurants. Sonic now has 3,500 locations in every state, I think, except for six. And it's a very, very successful company, one of the bigger restaurant chains in the world. This story is not unlike every other one I've seen, whether it's McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or Wendy's, whatever it is. 
Another great example is KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken. The guy was like 75 years old when he finally made it. But he kept going, he kept trying, he kept continuing his belief in what he was doing. That is grit in a nutshell. When the going gets tough, usually the people who aren't in it with grit get going as well. They leave. And you probably know somebody out there that every time things get difficult, they pack it up and they quit. And I can tell you, the people who make it are the ones with grit. I was talking to a client the other day, and I said, you know, it's so interesting. Success in a nutshell is this, staying power plus 1% improvements forever. Staying power, the ability to stay and continue persevering, that is grit. And Alan and I are trying to be walking, talking examples of that, and that's one of the reasons and I'm realizing that, or realizing this in this moment, Alan, one of the reasons I like talking about our failures so much is because it shows grit. And if you're out there and you connect with that, and you can celebrate your losses, you can celebrate your jeffings, the, the reason is probably because you have grit. And you realize, you know what, it's not the end of the road. Yeah, that speech sucked, whatever. Yeah, that podcast sucked, whatever. But I'm still going. And I still have that staying power. Your ability to persevere in the short term is a wonderful reflection of how successful you will be in the long term. Because if you can make it through the short term jeffings, you can turn that into a long term habit. But if every time things get difficult, you pack it in and go home, heart driven but no BS, you most likely will not accomplish your goals. Alan and I have seen it time and time again, and there has been a lot of people who have come and gone over the thousand episodes of this podcast who did not have the grit, they didn't have the staying power, and that's why they're not as successful as they thought they would be. What can you accomplish without grit? Very little. Very little, unfortunately. Kev, uh, the way that you just spoke, I, I think you've always had a lot of grit, and that's why you tattooed Never Quit on your arm. Yeah, can't take that um, off, unfortunately. To, <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I think it was reckless at times. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I, I really don't. And I don't think you were always aware of how important that was. And if you were to look back and reflect on your life, you probably realized that without the grip piece, you wouldn't have, not only would you not have made it here, but you would never even have had that foreman job. Because... Yeah. A lot of those people that you were training, we talked about this in a different episode, you realize they just didn't really want it that bad. Mm. They didn't really, this is like life-changing money. Why aren't you working harder? Why don't you care as much as I do? And I think the grit thing, and I'll tell this story briefly. So when Kevin had the Hyperconscious podcast and I had conversations change lives, Kevin's told the story before he went to England and he brought all of the equipment in like a big 50-pound suitcase to England to podcast. And, you know, I think on some level that would be understandable if we're a thousand episodes in and yeah. we're flying first class because we're, you know, a half million dollar business, blah, blah, blah. But he was at the very beginning and missing an episode, trust me, no one would have noticed or even cared. <laughs> but the fact that he treated it that seriously that early was like a big indicator for me of like that he can win. He can win. I'm going to say this. When you, Kevin opened up with business. When you an, analyze businesses, there's certain indicators of success and indicators of failure. You can look at gross revenue. You can look at finances. You can look at technology. You can look at the team. 
there are vital signs that indicate whether or not a business is likely to succeed or not. So I'll, I'll give a simple example. So, so Tesla, for example, strong leadership, unbelievable technology, very successful brand, great track record, um, you know, obviously in an industry that's evolving that way anyway. So like the, the probability of Tesla succeeding is very high. That's why you would, if you're going to invest in the stock market, that's a great investment in my opinion. So, so there's certain vital signs that you look at. I believe that to be true about human beings as well. And so, so whether this is unique to me or not, my entire life, I've always understood at a very deep level that the chances and probability of someone's future success is predicated on characteristics, character traits. And I've asked mentors this before, uh, you know, what are the character traits that you look for? When you, when you go into a job and you interview, uh, one of our team members just interviewed for a job, a different job. Um, and she's like, I'm a great interviewer. When you go into a job interview, and if you've ever interviewed people, and Kevin and I have, you're looking for certain character traits. Because there are certain character traits that indicate a high probability of future success. I'm telling you right now, if you do not have grit, you can forget it. There is no version of you succeeding at a high level without grit. There's, It's not real. It never will be. It's not a thing. And if I were to sit there and analyze and I had to put money, Kevin does some sports betting and, and you know, it's like one of the bets, right, is whether or not they pass the 50-yard line or something like that on a certain, and the probability of that is pretty high, right? So especially with a great quarterback and a great team and a great offense, right? So so everything in life I think of as statistics and probabilities. And, and if I were to analyze every human I've ever met, there are certain people that if I had to put my money, like Kevin, sports betting, me betting on these people's future success, let's say I were to invest $1,000 today and I would get 1% of whatever they earn in their lifetime. I know exactly who I'd put my money on. Every single one of those people has grit in effing spades. In spades. Emilia is one of the grittiest people I've ever met in my life. It's Saturday, it's 5.13 p.m., and I am 100% certain that whatever she is doing right now is most likely work. She just she just grinds. She has fun, too. She's playful. We, we have a blast every night. But she grinds it out. And of course, she's going to be more successful than someone who thinks it's supposed to be easy. And so, Kev, you have grit. I know I do. And, and grit, remember, it's not, it's not like you have it or you don't. This isn't a fixed mindset thing. This is something you can build. You can develop grit. And um, I think one of Kevin and I's you know, strengths that, that was at one point a weakness is we came up hard. I, you know, we didn't have a lot handed to us. We had no fathers and no father figures. And I think it made us gritty. I think it, it, it put a fire in our belly and, and it made us work harder and, and, you know, chase significance that we didn't get from, from feeling so different and and alone in those regards. So if you're out there right now and you feel like, ah, you know what? I don't have that much grit. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. Let's, let's build it. Let's build grit. So how do you build grit? The way you build grit is number one, deciding to get gritty, deciding to build it. Number two, doing hard stuff by choice. It can't be just having hard stuff happen to you. It has to be, there's value to that too, but it has to be by choice. It has to be, I hate the Stairmaster and I'm going to go do it anyway. Then you develop grit. You have to suffer by choice. And I know that sounds probably a little masochistic. That's not what I'm saying. 
there's so many studies out there that correlate grit and success. And if you have low grit, you probably aren't going to achieve your goals, at least not at the highest level. And we want to see you win. And so all you have to do, you don't have to jump from two to 10, but you can jump from two to three. You can jump from three to four. You can jump from four to five. This is next level you. There is a more gritty version of you. I, I know some of the NLU team members came on with less grit than they have now, for sure. I know Kevin and I have more grit now than we did back then, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's super, super important. So so grit is super important. You can build it over time, and you have to make a choice in advance to actually build it. And I think most people just don't understand the real value of it. My most important objective on this episode was help people understand the value of grit. If we were told as kids, like, listen... Grit is the most important character trait for future success and for our, our, your dreams. Of course, we would have. And then, oh, by the way, here's how you build it. Of course, we would have focused on it more. Yeah. Hi, my name is Alexandra. I am 27 years old and I am in the second round of group coaching. I did it once and I fell in love with it. I got so much help and direction and guidance. Recently, I just did a one on one coaching call with Kevin which it just set me on the right path I needed that one-on-one time and it really helped me so I hope you guys consider on doing group coaching as well because it will benefit you a hundred percent I remember watching Rocky when I was younger Mm -hmm. and that movie that I think that's one of the inspirations I had for trying to get grit because it was like wow this guy and again this it was a very well directed movie, but Rocky's not an intelligent human, not a lot going for him, not a lot of opportunity, but he ends up being one of the best boxers and has this amazing life and all this, you know, all this happy jazz. That's directly correlated to the amount of grit he had. And I told Alan this. This is something that I really resonated with when I first started following and listening to Joe Rogan is he would do these really difficult workouts, not because he had to, not because he had something coming up that he was training for, because he realized how important that was for character building. Yesterday, so if you're listening to this, it was Friday, last Friday. Um, I have a special membership at the gym I go to that allows me to go into the boxing room. And there's boxing, there's punching bags, there's speed bags, there's bags on the floor you can use. And I literally set a timer for five, five minute rounds with a one minute break in between. And I did like an MMA, a mixed martial arts style workout where I hit the bag, I kicked the bag, I practiced takedowns on the bag, I did ground and pound to the point where in between the rounds, I was so out of breath that I did not think I was going to be able to do the next round. And when I finished, it was amazing. I felt so good. Even during the suffer, I felt good because it feels good to push yourself. So maybe that's not the same definition of grit we're giving you because it's long-term, but there's micro, there's micro practices for grit as well. Doing stuff that's challenging, doing stuff that, that extends your current capabilities, that puts you out of your comfort zone, that builds grit. And is it, I think it physical, I think physicality helps right? Because, you know, doing stuff that you don't know that you can do is one amazing way to build it. But you have to understand, to Alan's point, the people who achieve their goals at the highest levels, the people who get to the next, 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 next level of their lives, they are the ones who are working on not only creating grit, but extending that grit. I don't have anything to train for. I mean, Alan and I are losing weight, but I honestly, for me, it's an excuse, It's like an excuse to go back to the roots of how I used to work out. 
And I enjoy that suffer. I just do. I enjoy it. Because not because in the moment it feels good, because I know in the long run what it will give me. And I think that's that's grit in a nutshell, saying, you know what, this might kind of suck right now. I'm uncomfortable. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm whatever. But I do know in 5, 10, 15, 20 years when I have the life of my dreams, it's going to be because of what I'm doing today, because of the grit that I'm creating and practicing. Kev, uh, what do you think are some of the indicators that someone does or does not have grit? I, I don't know. I, I think it's how fast somebody taps out. I really think it's if you give somebody a challenge and say, hey, go do this, it's how, back, how fast do they come back and say, ah, it doesn't work, can't do it. I, I really do. How fast do you try to get out of the pool after you get in? I really think that's it. I don't know how else to, how else to measure it. Your ability to kind of suffer through it. Yeah. I really think that's what it is. And I, I've always had that. Again, I, I was never the best at certain things, but I was willing to put myself through more physical pain. You know, my, I wanted to be a professional wrestler when I was younger. And I remember my cousin hit me in the face with a, a metal folding chair. Like a heavy, heavy metal folding chair. And it was like fun. It was like, yes, that's awesome. You know, like <laughs> I enjoyed that. Now, again, maybe I'm a little reckless. Yes, I am. But I do think that's where I got it from. I might not be able to beat you at this or I might not be as tall or smart or strong, but I can outlast most humans when it comes to a lot of things. Now, there's levels to that. You know, there's military and that sort of stuff that would probably run circles around me, but they have grit. They have grit at a deep, 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 world-class level. David Goggins, grit. Grit, right? That's that's one of the reasons he's where he is today. Now, obviously, you can go too far on that as well. But uh, Share this, and then we'll go. I think that it's even harder, Kevin. I didn't know this until, yeah, recently, in 33 years of studying myself, studying humans. Having a ridiculously high amount of grit while also being able to be vulnerable and and soft mm. and loving and kind mm. and it that's that's the real rarity. It's yeah. very rare to have someone who can can be playful and dance between these notes of ourselves like because there are times in my life where I was super super gritty but I was a little bit hard and maybe not as vulnerable and, and kind and and vice versa. And so and then there's times where I was super centered and loving but you know my grit was taking a hit so there's another piece of this this is holistic self-improvement you don't have to be one or the other you can leverage certain parts of yourself there's a part of you that is a grind time gritty go-getter and then there's a part of you that's loving and soft and warm and and you have both parts of your nature maybe you're just over overfeeding one at the expense of the other there's there's a way to, to have harmony i don't want to say balance because balance is kind of bs harmony there's a way to be in harmony if if emilia and i are we were literally watching troy last night and we're just snuggles just cuddled up right but but when we were on the bikes this past weekend you better believe we were getting after it and i i just think that in the gym i try to let my gritty self out and behind the scenes back office work of of course but but some, with others i i try to be more vulnerable and kind as well and that doesn't mean i can't show them my grit too but I think we all have parts of ourselves and, and that's maybe another episode. I know we talked about that recently on a different episode, but um, I think that's the real challenge, Kev, is that how do you have level 10 grit but also level 10 kindness? 
and level 10 vulnerability and, and no ego. And I think that a lot of the grittiest people also have ego. So if you're out there listening, you might think, oh, well, if I'm going to be super gritty, I'm going to have to develop this ego that I don't want. Not necessarily. There's a way to be so aware, so hyper-conscious, throwback, that you can choose these parts of you at the right time. And I think that's maybe another episode we'll dive deeper into. Yeah. And that's a great point. I'm glad you went there because even with the David Goggins thing, it's like he's very one dimensional. And I don't yeah. I don't have anything against that person. I just think it's a very yeah. it's a taste for certain people. It's a flavor for certain people. It's not my style. I, I, it doesn't work for me. Right. It doesn't work for me. I like a more holistic approach. Same. Yeah. Hashtag NLU. Next level nation. If you are looking for a group of individuals where you can be a part of a group where people are themselves, they're authentic, they talk about what matters, and they have grit in various levels, but they all want to get to the next level of their life in grit, in ambition, in health, wealth, life, love, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. We would love to have you. So... This next meetup is about how to become an effective communicator. I talked about it on the last episode. Essentially what Kevin had said earlier today to me, he said, this is something we all do every single day, but no one ever studies it. And I don't want to say no one, um, but very rarely would you hear someone say, yeah, I picked up this great book on communication today, or I watched this TED talk on how to be a better communicator. But yet we use this skill every single day. So if you've ever been in that circumstance where it's like, I don't feel heard, I don't feel seen, I don't feel understood, that's not what I, I wish I hadn't said that, that's not what I meant. Communication, Kevin and I are consistently humbled by how ridiculously challenging it is to be in front of this microphone, to be on this camera, and to to have something come off the way we actually meant it. It's really quite challenging. And I was in the gym last night reviewing our episodes and every single time I do, I'm like, wow, there's so much more room for improvement. So how to be an effective communicator. We have thousands of hours podcasting, coaching, consulting, speaking, training, and we're going to put all of that into an hour of what we've learned on how we've gotten to this level of communication, but fully knowing that this is a lifelong journey. So how to be a more effective communicator, June 2nd, Thursday of this week, Join us. The registration link will be in the show notes. You will not regret it. Um, enjoy it. Get the value or your $0 back. <laughs> yes, it is free. Totally <laughs> private behind the scenes. And you get to see Alan and I and other people in a different way. Right? You get to see us on this podcast. We're a little bit more hardcore behind the scenes. We just are. That's Now, it's, not, it's nothing crazy, but it's just more truth. There's more truth there. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 988 is last week's live podcast, how to find clarity for your future. We hope you will enjoy that. Hopefully you have a wonderful Monday. We will see you all tomorrow. And as always at NLU, we do not have fans. We have fans. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.